I thought it was the West Coast, but people are saying Westeros. They actually found that baby. They found that baby floating in space. They brought it back to Earth. It's you. And it became. It's you. Me. I am the baby from space. I am the baby from space. So technically, at some point, you could have looked up and seen seen my moon, seen my moon, seen my moon. It haunts my mind. Yeah, she shakes her hulking booty. That's when they shake their booty, right? I can get behind that. that. (laughs) Best horror movie of the last five years. X is okay, but it's not X. It's it's something I saw last year, and I swear to God, I'm going to go crazy. It was called January 6th. It's possible I haven't seen a horror movie in the last five years. Wait, we can use this? Hey, Er Erwin. This is different. Erwin. Hey, Erwin. It's backwards. Er Erwin. Wait, what? Okay, hold on. He's writing something down. Writing something down. He's sliding me a piece of paper. He's, okay, he says we're, we're playing it in reverse so it doesn't get picked up by copyright infringement algorithms. We've, we've arrived at that point where we have to hijack our own intro music. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I'm having some kind of crisis right now. Are you sure we can't? Erwin, just play it normally. Erwin. I don't care, Erwin. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Fine, like... I don't know what his big deal is. Okay, he's... Sorry, sorry, Erwin. Sorry if I made you upset. <laughs> Erwin, sorry. I just made him upset. Is he, is he leaving? No, he's Again? Just, he's looking at me with a scowl. What is happening? We took some time off and all the bolts fell off of our dysfunctional uh, podcast. Technically, that, that was already happening, so... Yeah, but more fell off. <laughs> it's just it's falling off. Okay, well, this... We might as well... Somewhere else. I still don't get why so, he picked this as the intro music. There's no introduction. It, it takes for freaking ever to get to this point. So it's... Wait a minute. So wait. I, my question remains. Can we use this? I don't care. I, I I forcibly hijacked the hijack of our theme song. One versus zero can suck it. Wow. This is going to need a lawyer. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> this is. With me, I'm Frisk Thornhill. I'm kind of bitter. I'm afraid. 
I'm here with Woody Stevens. Who is our? I am Woody Stevens. Woody Stevens is here with us. This is the Metal Loaf Podcast. This is episode X. Erwin, can you turn the music down, dude? I can't. I can barely hear Frisk. He's he's folding his arms because I pissed him off. He's hold on a second. Hold on. Do it myself. Go slap him. Give him the Will Smith. track let's um, get back on track so do we you know what i think i figured out uh it's not a movie i saw last year but i do think i figured out the best horror movie of the past um five years all right fire away um it's mother i feel you there i was thinking that yeah, the whole time i knew you would i knew you would like that uh, what so what why do, why do you think because I have my opinion on why. I'm curious to know why you think that. Because it scared me. <laughs> it fucked me up. I thought about it for like days after. Like I would just randomly find myself thinking about how fucked up that movie is. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm the same with Hereditary, but not, I don't know. Mother was just. Did you see it recently? Yeah, it fucked me up. Did you see it? I haven't recently? seen it since I haven't seen it since it came out. Um I I I it is something that I wouldn't mind watching again just to cuz I've I've done that thing where like I've read articles about it, I've watched video essays about it and stuff and I think I would like to watch it again to pick up on more of the allegorical aspects of it. But yeah. yeah. I I watched it alone. In a cold, dark basement, on my own ice isolation vacation in the mountains of Colorado, and when it <laughs> ended, I stood up by myself and I plodded as loud as I could, and then I opened the windows of my cabin and I applauded even louder, and it echoed off the mountains around me. <laughs> and you went. You went outside and you found a squirrel and we're like, dude, you got to see this movie. It is amazing. Well, listen, the squirrel was willing to listen, which is more than can be said of anybody else that I've ever approached and said, hey, have you seen Mother? Let's talk about Mother. <laughs> you know, it's funny because like, so I'm doing, I'm basically, I'm trying to remember a movie I saw last year that I thought was really good. So I'm going back five years and I'm looking at all these movies do you realize that Jordan Peele's entire uh, filmography is in the last five years? 2017 is when Get Out came out. He's made some good ones. So it's like, like as far as, like I, you know, I think maybe I said earlier that Nope was not my favorite movie, but those three movies are pretty damn good, and they've all come out in the span of five years. And then there's all, like, Mother, Hereditary... Uh, Midsummer. We were talking about X. You know, all these movies have come out in the last five years. You can't really, you can say a lot of things about like big budget filmmaking and stuff, but you can't really say that horror movies aren't haven't been good the last five years because there's a lot of good ones. Adam's Family, Adam's Family Two. Oh, best horror movies I've ever seen. <laughs> now, fantasy, on the other hand, I'd say 
Fantasy has largely gone downhill since Tolkien. <laughs> but I might be alone in this. This is Are wait, we gonna do this? Yeah. Well, so let me let me let me re-engage the train cars here. The train cars of thought. This is episode X, meta cinema of mind. We're just kind of thinking about the movie going experience in the modern world. Um, in meta news, the first meta news segment here, uh, the rings of power is getting bad reviews. Once again, I haven't seen it because I haven't really seen a fantasy movie in the last five years. But it's still getting bad reviews. Have we had enough Tolkien? <laughs> we're, we're now the Talking Tolkien podcast. The Talking Tolkien for this episode, Cinema of Mine. I guess I'll be the fanboy. That well, I don't know because the fanboys hate it, so I'm not but the fanboy. Before boy. we do, we should we should enter. Uh, I nearly forgot. Once again, we have a guest here, um, Bobby. Oh, he's still here. Bobby Longbottom is here. I'm back, Bobberino. He's back. Joining us again um, on the Mellow. Of call podcast. me Robert. Thank you, Bobby. Speaking of fantasy, here. Bob is here. Okay. Robert. Well, yeah. Bob is my, like my fantasy name. That's your Robert, fantasy name. You know? That's when you go to the when you go to the Ren Fair, that's what you call yourself. Sir Bob. Sir Sir Bobbo. <laughs> Sir Bob the Fair. So Sir Sir Bob here is a big fan of Renaissance festivals and fantasy film <laughs> from Turkey what? Legs. Mm, no. What, no, no, no. Let's not let's not cross the wires here. I do not enjoy the fantasy. Hey, movies. hey guys. Okay, Woody to, you told me just just well, hold on, hold on. Just, just like a real, like a real movie-going experience here, I have to go pee within the first five minutes. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, sir, sir Bob, um, I gotta say, uh, I, I have some notes here. Woody was explicit that you were a fantasy fanboy, uh, but he may have said. Implicit, not explicit. Is am I wrong? Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not a fan. A fanboy is a, a fan of something. I'm assuming based off of that word structure. Um, no, I do not like uh, fantasy. Um, I feel that that interferes with, uh, you know, true life. Um, and I'm more, more of the. I don't like that fiction, okay? And if you're going to do fiction and make it look historical, well, it better be based off of something, you know, not fiction. So that way we can tie it all in to history. Uh, so, you know, the fantasy stuff, I feel, just kind of mucks up real life, you know, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we, we don't need elves and dragons flying around in that kind of pseudo-reality. So, so no wizards for you. Absolutely not. No magic in my life. No hobbits for you. No, no hobbits. I'm back and I wore my headphones when I went to pee, so I did hear what you are talking about. Um, and I got to say, I did. I wasn't explicit or implicit. I was just implicit. And all I was saying that is that he enjoys going to Ren fairs. 
And there's really two reasons. Like I said earlier, it's the turkey legs, number one. Number two, the women there drink a lot of mead. And, uh, you know. Well, I do like, you know, women that know how to party and cut a rug. So anywhere that they're going to be down in, you know, pint after pint, I'm, I'm game. Are you saying you like meaty women? Meaty women, yes. A meaty, meaty women. Yeah, you know. They gotta have some meat on their bones. A little bit of sweet fermented honey on their breath. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever makes them taste sweeter than a sweet something sweet sweet, right? <laughs> well, so so uh Sir Baraba here was just explaining that he he does not like the wizards, he doesn't like the hobbits. He doesn't like the muscle-clad men in chainmail swinging swords. Now wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. Well, no, no, you no, can, no, no. You can Let's... talk shit about the wizards and the hobbits, but don't be talking about the muscular men. Yeah, just don't talk about them. Just look at them. No, well, don't do that either. It gives you impure thoughts. <laughs> So are we going to get into this? Or am I am I going to have to uh, like IRL uh, um, actually like defend the rings of power? Even though, yeah, there's problems with it. It's not the greatest thing ever made. It's not as good as the movies. It's probably not even as good as the Hobbit movies, which are subpar to the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. But it's not terrible. And it's, I don't know. I'll say the same thing for the House of the Dragon. They're not as good as the original. Well, I don't know if we want to count like the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones, but it's not as good as the first couple seasons of Game of Thrones. But you're taking me back to a place that I really enjoy being in, like Middle Earth, Westeros. Um, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not going to gripe too much about it unless it's just absolutely terrible. And these, these shows are not absolutely terrible. They're serviceable and good, so... Would you say it's a Frodo Middle Earth? Proto Middle Earth or Frodo Middle Maybe Earth? Maybe like a prefrontal Middle Earth. It's well. Do we? Do I need? Do Do you want me to get into like the actual details of what it is and why it is what it is? Well, what What is Middle Earth? Because when I've seen pictures from it, it don't look like they're inside the Earth. They're just well, walking around in mountains. Before there was a sunrise. There was a land of, uh, we'll call them angelic beings. And, uh, so wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying b- before Jesus, before Jesus, God. before, before God. This is when the wizards roamed. If these angelic beings, no, this is before the wizards. Before the wizards. Um, but yes, but they, didn't God they, create the angels? They created a land which would become known as Middle Earth. And uh, okay, it was all make believe, though, right? So not based on. Well, yes, it's all make believe. Every fictional story. Okay, is all right, just, Bob. Well, just making sure because when when they show it, they kind of make it look like olden times, like it's real. You know, they got swords and horses and mm-hmm. stuff. And if it's yeah. make believe, why aren't they like flying around on like seahorses? I think they do at some point fly around on seahorses, um, or something like that. They fly on dragons. Oh. They fly on dragons. Dragons. So, yeah. yeah, dragons are so overdone. 
And boom goes the dynamite. I'm tired of dragons. I've been dragged. God, you guys are just... How am I the nerdiest one here? This doesn't make any sense. I like turtles. Well, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I've... Go to them little pot shops and get your crystal dragons and your your tubes. That First of all, smoking stuff. I'm not the one that lives in Colorado, so don't be talking about my pot shots. I I live in Texas. I can't go get pot. Mm. Uh, no, I mean, okay, so yeah, they're mov- the shows aren't that great. They're they're not. I don't even want to say that because they're enjoyable. I enjoy a lot of things about it. I will say of the two, I, I think that Rings of Power is a little hit or miss like especially uh there's like <laughs> there's one shot in the middle of one episode where um Galadriel's like riding a horse and she's got this like huge smile and it's just like it's like you're watching a laundry detergent commercial it's like it's all shot in slow motion and stuff and I'm, it's kind of like that's weird and then the most recent episode they there's these set these uh the men men of the south are fighting the orcs and they keep cutting back to... They're the, like Confederates. Pretty much, yeah. Everybody hates okay. them. They fought on oh. the wrong side of the war. You know, that's pretty much the way well. it is. Um, so mm-hmm. they're fighting the orcs. And uh, and uh, the men of Numenor are riding their horses to the battle. And it just keeps cutting back yeah. to them. It's just like that shot in Money Python where... <laughs> They just keep cutting back to the person approaching, but they're not getting any closer. And then all of a sudden they're there like, oh, so are you sleeping so it's now? Comedy. What the hell is this? Is this crickets or? Yeah. Irwin's refusing to play the cricket sample. So I had to improvise. Irwin, man. So is Irwin, is Irwin mad at us or is he mad because some of the uh, insurrectionists are getting put away? In jail and all that stuff. No, he, he, all of his friends. I think he's just mad at me. He, I think he's just mad at me. He hasn't betrayed anything else beyond that. I think that because he keeps looking at me. So I'm going to put my hand up so that he, so that we can't make eye contact. How far can we reinvent Tolkien? I mean, and maybe it's not even the the best question to ask. Right now, because honestly, I'm kind of fatigued of Tolkien. I'm tired of the magicians and the dragons. Uh, how many times do we need to reinvent that wheel? But at the same time, I'm also fatigued by the MCU, Taika Waititi's uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Good God, man. I mean, are we just done with our fantasies? I, You know what? You remember, uh, you remember that episode of uh, South Park? where it was like a parody of the wicker man and they had taken Britney Spears and like, they were like pumping her up to be like, Oh, the greatest of all time. And then like, basically they were getting her to be a sacrifice. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's the way we do everything now. It's like, you know, something is good. You build it up. Everybody loves it. And then like two years later, everybody's shitting on it and like, Oh, this is the worst. Like Taika Waititi, like, Four years ago, it's like, oh, man, the new Thor is great. He's so great. Everybody loves him. His movies are so great. And now it's like, oh, he made one bad movie. And everybody's like, oh, I hate that guy. He sucks. <laughs> Can't make the fanboys happy. Well, that's the guy that made like trying to make Hitler like a funny little hero guy in his movie. 
you didn't. Right. See, you that didn't. See, did you see the movie there, Bob? No, I, I saw the trailer and I'm like, Psh, yeah. I'm watching this Nazi trash. Now I did see Captain America. There's a real hero. <laughs> do Do we want to get into? Uh, do we want to get in? Speaking of Captain America, do we want to get into She Hulk? Wait, I re, let me rephrase that. Do we want to talk about She Hulk? We can talk about my MCU fatigue as a motivation for not seeing She Hulk. So they made what? What did they do? Did they neuter the Hulk and make him a woman? Yeah, they uh, they uh, they rebooted the Hulk with a woman instead of a man. They swapped the gender. What? It's totally the same story. Everything. Oh man! No, no, no. That it's is, uh, it's his that cousin. Is disturbing. He bled on his cousin, and she turned into a Hulk. So now she has Hulk powers. So now there's two of them. They, yeah, there's two of them. They're breeding, and she's using the she's using her powers to get busy with men, lots and lots of men. Well, well that's kind of hot. It is kind of hot. Like she's all green and stuff, and she twerks. I mean, I like a like a. Oh, that's when they shake their booty, right? Yeah, that's she what that shakes word is. her Hulk and booty. Now, if she's the Hulk, does her booty jiggle or is it like firm and it doesn't jiggle? Uh, no, it's firm. It doesn't jiggle. Okay. But she's doing right. it. She's she's twerking hey, with. I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, she's she's twerking with Megan the Stallion. So there is some jiggling going on. Like a horse. The stout. Yeah, Megan the Stallion. She's a horse. She's she's a character from BoJack okay. Horseman. Is that a crossover? In what is this DCU? a crossover episode? Yeah, this segment. Yes, this segment on She Hulk has been brought to you by You Likey VPN. Protect your kinky <laughs> online surfing habits. <laughs> I don't think we're ready for this yet. I think we need to continue on. Um, this She-Hulk. speaking of that, I do think that that's I do think that's why uh, a lot of the for lack of a better word, fanboys, the incel fanboys don't like the show is because it's making them feel things about Hulk. And uh, <laughs> they're like, wait a minute, a big green monster. I can only get turned on by that if it's anime. I don't know why I'm getting turned on by this Marvel show. Oh, I'm angry. Or a big purple monster. Yeah, it's a fair My point. My big purple I, monster? He was a big... Yeah, her big purple monster. She was purple. It's the green color that, that they're caught up on, right? Like, the green is masculine because it's green. But if it were, like, pink or purple, well, they'd be like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of hot. I mean, you, know? if, you if, don't just have to put a bag over the Hulk's head and think it's a woman. Instead, it's like, oh, it's obviously a woman because she's pink or purple. Yeah, I can tell you from experience, you go on you like VPN and use the search function, you can find a lot of uh, Thanos-themed um, pornography. Is that a tip? The chins. It's it's the it's <laughs> the chins that uh, the ribbed the ribbed for your pleasure. Why? So why can't the fanboys stay happy? Hmm. Can I can I uh, offer a theory here? Absolutely. That I don't think that fanboys are as as mad as uh, everyone pretends that they are. I'm offering it up to to the gods of. Uh, of metaloof. Um, I just, I think that we do this thing where like 
there's there's four of us here right now, right? Me, you, Frisk, Bob, Robert, um, Irwin is sort of counting. Three and a half. Three and a half. And God. Four and, God. Four and a half. Holy Spirit. So we're up to six people now. Jesus it's and the Holy Spirit. Seven, eight, nine, ten. There's a lot of people here, right? There's a lot of people. We're not talking. We're not going to talk about um, Thor anymore. Um, you sure? So we're all in a room, and one of us starts talking about how much I hate She-Hulk. Blah 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 blah. Brings a power suck. Blah blah blah. And so then, so, for some reason, one person will walk out and go, "Man, everyone in that room." hated She-Hulk because the one person was being loud about it. And I think that's what we do all the time. It's like there's like a very small group of people that's super loud about how much they hate stuff. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it turns into every person in this group hates that thing. Mm. And it's just not, I don't know. Like I've, I've talked to so many people, especially like about She-Hulk, Rings of Power, House of the Dragon, st- these things that we've been talking about. And I haven't heard anybody say, oh, I hate that. It sucks. Like, oh, that's terrible. There's people that have been like, oh, you know, I wish they did this or I wish they did that. And then there's people like y'all. They're like, I don't watch it. So I'm going to go on a podcast and discuss it. (laughs) But uh, Well, it has to suck if we don't watch it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just science. Uh, I I like Thor, Love, and Thunder. It was okay. I wanted jokes. I wanted jokes from that movie. I got jokes from that movie. So basically. I'm not complaining. Well, this is what happened. Taika Waititi, he made a Marvel movie, right? It was well, it was super well received. And so they were like, you got to come back. And he was probably like, well, you you know, I'm, I can't do this accent. I was going to try to do the accent, but I couldn't do it. You know, if, oh, if I come back, you got to pay me a lot of money. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> You got to give me a lot of money to come back. And so they gave him a lot of money and he came back and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to have a good old time. Probably going to get high every day on set. And I'm going to make the most, you know, strangest Thor movie I can without, you know, Kevin Feige coming in going, you got to change this. Speaking of God, Kevin Feige, the, mm. the God of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is uh, that how you say his name? Feige. 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 I thought it was Feige. It's either Feige okay. or Fage right. or yeah. Fiagi. walking a line there. I don't know, man. Fiagi. Kevin. Kevin Fiagi. Okay. Kevin Fatigue. Anyway, uh, yeah. So he just, he didn't give a shit. Like you can, the, there's these interviews with him where, or not interviews, but like little videos with him where he's talking about the CGI in the movie. And he's like, does that look real? I don't think that looks real. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I so bad at this accent? I don't. Well, here, I haven't seen the movie because, you know, it's all about other gods that aren't real, but they're not real. So what does it matter if the CGI doesn't look real? None of the shit's real. Right? You're like, you're like, hey, that, that, that flying, you know, monster doesn't look real. Yeah, it's not real. You have an interesting point. A very profound point that points its way to our next segment, which is about suspension of disbelief, which kind of encapsulates a lot of what we've been talking about. Uh, And I have a quote here. I think I did this in a previous episode, but I just want to highlight this. Um, The audience is never required to bring suspension of disbelief with them to a movie. 
It is the filmmaker's job to create it, to drag it kicking and scraping from the clenched fists of the viewer's reason. It is an involuntary response or lack of response created when questioning certain details is made impossible by the distraction of the mind. So isn't the essence here of, say, people not being happy with uh, rings of power or, say, The Hobbit or Star Wars, uh, the MCU, She-Hulk, uh, go down the list. Part of the aspect is uh, maybe we've been oversaturated and we're just not willing to suspend disbelief in order to enjoy the rehashed products. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take a backseat because I want to hear what y'all have to say because y'all are the ones who don't suspend disbelief, it seems like. You say things like, you know, I can't watch any wizard show because I'm tired of wizards and magic and stuff like that. That's exactly how you sound, by the way, when you say it. So um, I don't want to suspend disbelief when I watch a wannabe Tolkien product. Um, and it, I'm like, what is it about that world? What is it about that extreme form of fantasy world that allows impossible things that are not real in our world. Why is that so attractive? Why do we want to immerse ourselves in middle earth? Bob, I'm, I'm saying, I, I literally I, just said, I'm taking a back seat. You talk. I, I, I'm sorry. I was kind of dozing off because of all this fantasy talk. No, I mean, I don't like, I don't want fantasy. I want like real, movies that's what you know when i go in i, I want to see like stuff that exists like like soldiers and world wars you know that's that's what we need you're a saving private ryan movie guy oh that's a great movie those are movies that really happened and when you're watching that you think man i just love all them boys that put them lives on their line <laughs> unlike dragons because we don't, the dragons are there. That just doesn't happen but, with the elves and the trolls with the big hammer. No one can swing a big hammer like that. You know what I'm talking about? Can I ask you, sp speaking of movies based on reality, I watched Avatar recently. I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, uh, what? So people ask me sometimes because they know that, like, I've dabbled in filmmaking and stuff like that and we and they'll be like you know why do they why do they constantly like if they're adapting a book or they're adapting a true story why do they feel the need to change things to make them more fictional or, or whatnot like for instance one of the big problems with that some people have with rings of power is that they're taking a lot of things that Tolkien wrote about and they're like shifting timelines they're putting you know they're kind of like inferring things that Tolkien wrote about they're adding new characters that didn't exist in the books all this stuff and they'll say the and same, same thing with like true stories like you know somebody will watch a movie and I'm that guy that will know the true know like how it actually happened and will tell people yeah that's uh that's not actually what happened it was a little bit more like this and they're going well why did they change it and I always struggle with telling like trying to explain to people how we take fiction, we, we add fiction to true stories to make it more dramatic, you know? And, and I think that the, I think that's one of the things that we struggle with nowadays is that that information is out there more. 
where like you can literally walk out of a movie based on a true story, go to Google and type in, um, you know. Well, most movies that are based on true stories are true. When you watch it, you think that's how it really happened because it did because you're watching it. No, But like on a movie that's fantasy, like, well, obviously it was stupid to begin with. So they had to add more stupid stuff to make people like enjoy it. So they add like an extra flying horse with a, a little spike on its head and people go, oh, that's cool. You know, but true stories when they're filmed, hey, that's history. How it works. Well, like, let's just take Avatar, for example. You can go, you can finish walking to Avatar and you can go online and say Avatar truth versus fiction. And they can tell you what actually happened in, in when we went and uh, tried to get unobtainium from Pandora. And what they uh, remind the, me what, what Avatar was? I don't think I've seen it. Uh, it's uh, it took place fifties well, or something. We went to outer space and we went and blew up a planet full of blue aliens to uh, take their rocks. And uh, you know, in making the film, they embellished a lot. They made it seem like they beat us and stuff. And so, okay, well, I can already tell you it's a fictional movie because. We weren't in space in the 1950s, so we couldn't have blown up a planet full of blue people. We didn't even land on the moon when we said we landed on the moon. You know that was all fake, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. The moon was all a right. telephone pole. No. I mean, the moon, the moon landing like a TV may set. have been faked by Stanley Kubrick, but the scene at the end of 2001 A Space Odyssey, that was a documentary. Well, I mean, you saw it on film, so obviously that one exists. They took well, that. They actually found that baby. They found that baby floating in space. They brought it back to Earth, and it became me. I am the baby from space. Hmm. You were born in space. Yes. Hmm. So technically, at some point, you could have looked up and seen my moon and my wiener. I had to segue to theory of mind because I was going to introduce theory of mind with mother. And we were going to. Oh, oh, man, I'm sorry. I stole your thunder with mother. That's okay. Stole your mother thunder. Yeah, my mother thunder uh, went the way of Thor 11 thunder. All right, let's jump back. Okay, so theory of mind. I have a quick just Wikipedia because Wikipedia is the foremost authority on pop culture. Well, I don't go to Wikipedia. That's all fake uh, people typing stuff on computers. I have an Encyclopedia Britannica that I reference all my work with. You got you have one. You have one Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. See. C. I got C. You're, so you're Joey from Friends. Theory of mind refers to the capacity to understand other people by ascribing mental states to them. Um, that is to surmise what is happening in their mind. This includes the knowledge that others' mental states may be different than one's own and include beliefs, desires, intentions, emotions, and thoughts. Okay, what is going on here? Well, I think... One of the aspects of suspension of disbelief that people engage with when they like a movie is they're engaging with theory of mind. They're engaging with mental speculation about the fictional character's intentions. 
So, with the, this context of theory of mind, I just logistics because I've touched on this a little bit more in, in a previous episode. The, the idea is when you watch a movie, you're excuse me, you're following characters. These characters have written, acted attributes of character consciousness. What does the character in, want? What are the character's intentions? Um, as movie viewers, we like good characters. Um, so there are aspects of theory of mind that allow us to relate to characters on screen and in a story. And with that in mind, this connection to QAnon, in my opinion, in my humble, uh, I should be hiding, keeping my thoughts under a rock opinion, um, mother is basically an overview of religious traditions and how people in religious traditions often undermine their own passions. Did I just take it off the deep end? I just... Are you... Are you... I mean, okay, so like I said, I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but I thought, I mean, it's, it's a retelling of the creation story, right? Like, or not the creation story, but just like how, uh, you know, the earth was, was how we've destroyed the earth. Basically mother is the earth, right? That we as humans have basically, destroy it's a it's a very it's this speaking of avatar <laughs> avatar is supposed to be like this you know uh this is a mess this green message of like this is you know we're we're destroying the earth look what we're doing and it's way too on the nose whereas mother like it slips that message in underneath the uh the horror tropes of the movie and stuff and so i don't i kind of see what you're so saying mother is a second part of Avatar? Is that a part two? Yeah. Yeah. It's Avatar 2, Mother. Mother of, the, of Water okay, or something. The, yeah. I mean, um, Mother Tar. If Mother and Aver, Avatar rhymed thematically, then the Navi would burn all of Pandora down to the ground. And Well, I'm then, not saying that they were. I'm saying, I'm saying that they're. They have the same message of let's not destroy the world, right? Yeah. Whereas in in uh, Avatar, it's it's humans are always humans are the bad guys in both movie, but like in Avatar, there's like a peaceful alien race living on the world, and we're just so shitty that we're destroying the Earth and we're now destroying a new world. Uh, whereas in Mother, it's just basically we're hey we're destroying our world. So and Jennifer Love Hewitt is the Earth. I think you mean Jennifer Lawrence. I, that's my shtick, by the way. You yeah, can't be doing I that. get those two confused. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, man, I almost made a really bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> what do you mean almost? <laughs> that's not funny. That hurts my feelings. I don't like that. I don't like it one bit. Hmm. I think. Uh, 
I think Robbie there went full Ryan Reynolds just now. Robert. Um, sorry, sorry, Robert. Roberto. Okay, so just if I can, let me just breathe a little bit more life into the nonsense that I just said about five minutes ago that killed all momentum in our podcast. Um, no, man, you're right. You're right. You're always right about this stuff. I'm just an idiot. Bob's a really big idiot. Erwin's the biggest idiot. I don't even know um, the words that you say sometimes. You just start talking, and I'm like, man, I, you know, I don't get it. My books on tape don't use words that big. You talking to Woody? No, I'm talking to you. No, he, he understands the words that are coming out of my mouth. Okay. All right. Sometimes. So think about it. In Mother, with an exclamation point, which for the purpose of this podcast, because the explanation, exclamation point is a critical part of the title for the movie, Mother, I'm going to go, Mother. Okay, so in the film, no, Mother. No, you got to do it like Buster. You got to do it like Buster Bluth. Mother! No, who that is. I haven't seen any of that in five years. Oh my god. I know this is just a train wreck. But in the film I just, Mother I don't understand. You said let's talk about movies. You did say movies, you didn't say entertainment in general, but like y'all don't get any references like I was hoping you'd catch me up. It's because you're not talking about real movies. I haven't heard any like Top Gun or Dirty Dozen or Grayscape. Do you want do you want to talk about Dunkirk? Is that what you want to talk about? No. They make donuts. Ooh. I don't want to see them. Hey, <laughs> that a problem. Oh, God. I'm going to have to cut that part out. <laughs> we haven't got a chance right now. Not now or ever. Good night, baby. We're going to get hate mail. How's he that just, any different than a normal podcast? He just uh, he just used uh, the word, the, the British word for cigarettes. Well, yeah, because they're smoking through the whole damn movie. Have you seen it? Oh, have you? You just said you didn't want to see it. Well, no, I haven't. I don't watch movies with the, that. Well, I won't say it now because you're all what I'll do hurt over it. Can't use so words anymore. You're, to you're saying you didn't people. go. You're saying you didn't go see Bros. To see who? Talk about fantasy. Bros. So back to mother. Let me do that again because I redlined. <laughs> back to mother. Okay. The protagonist of Mother, the character that we engage in theory of mind with, is Mother, played by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Lopez. But but the antagonist, right? The 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 character that also has theory of mind has degrees of intention. But whose degrees of intention comes into conflict with the protagonist? Mother. Uh, and so the, the antagonist is the husband. And the husband is a writer. And if you're not bored out of your, your mind by within the first 20 to 30 minutes of the film, you start to understand that this is a... There's this broader subtext this is not just a husband and a wife in a farmhouse rather mother comes to represent the living systems of the earth and the husband comes to represent the divine creator father 
I don't care. In the Jewish and Christian and Muslim tradition of Yahweh, God, and mm. uh, Allah, had to get, mm-hmm. get, get so. So this husband character, mm-hmm. right? But that, isn't that interesting? Bob, just the, the Bob, intent. Get it out. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Just Bob. get it out, Bob. I know you want to say something, Bob. Okay, do they get in a war in this movie? Or, like, what happened? This sounds boring. They they engaged in spiritual warfare. There you go. You might like this movie. More fantasy. I actually, I thought you had something to say about God's. God, him him referencing Yahweh. Well, there's nothing to say about that. You know, you know where. You know, you know what's right and wrong. You can hear it just when the words come out of your mouth. You just know. See, when it comes to uh, to Bob and religion, it's his way or the Yahweh. Well, it's his way or his way. way. It's all about him. It's Yahweh or and another. You know. He's so, going to find you. So Robbie's displaying. He's going to get you, get you, get you, get you. Robbie's displaying theory of mind of the divine, trying to anticipate the intentions of a divine mind, and that's. Are you wait? But, are you calling it, his mind divine? No, I'm saying. Or he's that. That is the human essence of Jennifer Love. You're talking about me? I'm Robert. That that's the, aliens got you again. Yeah, you're. I don't know. I don't know. The sounds are weird. Aliens. You have the weirdest feedback signals. There he goes. <laughs> I don't know what, what the sounds it, are. That, that was that was Yahweh. There's some way that he must have been speaking in tongues. He was speaking in tongues. Bob, you were speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah, those are some sound like an alien language. From alien like- vocal cords. Sounded like uh, a Middle Earth language, Elvish. Yeah, you're back. Are we back? You're, okay, you're back. I don't know if it's your microphone or your internal monologue. You don't know. Oh, no, it okay. doesn't. It so, does not sound like your microphone. It does not sound like my microphone. No, it sounds like room noise. Oh no. Oh no. That's okay. Take your time. You can Oh no, 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 no. Can jump back in the cipher when you get back. Bob's been watching TikTok. But what what Robbie was expressing about trying to Bob understand Arino. exactly, trying to understand the theory of a divine mind, well that is the exact predicament that we find ourselves in with Jennifer Love Hewitt in the cabin. In Mother. So if we're doing that with Mother, we're going to do that with Airplane too. Airplane. The movie Airplane 2? Or the movie or the actual Airplane? No. Yes, the movie. Not Airplane 2. Airplane. So you want to do theory of mind speculation with Airplane No, I'm two? just saying you're, use, you're making that noise for the exclamation point, and Airplane has an exclamation point at the end of it. So I'm saying... If we're doing that with Mother, are we doing that with Airplane too? Well, I might as well be consistent. Airplane. Yeah. I might as well be consistent. Any other movies? But I would like to get into how... uh, Oklahoma. 
<laughs> the Englishman who went up a mountain but came down a hill. Oh, wait, no, there was no exclamation point after that one. How how you doing there, Bob? I think I'm back. Am I back? Bob's back. I don't know. Talking to the microphone. Am I back? Is that yeah, better? you're back. You're back. I talk you're like back. that. I'm back. I'm back. All you're right. back again. Tell all your friends. I need so to now, invest in equipment that can work longer than these podcasts. I thought I'd figured it out, but I didn't. So when you were fading out, I use air quotes with fading out because I te- still don't know technically what happens. There's some weird sounds coming out of your microphone whenever that happens, but whatever. That's just between you. I think it's my outdoor generator kicking on and it just spikes everything in the house and, you know, it kind of okay. All right. stuff just fritzes out. Well, that gives me some degree of comfort then. I appreciate that. Um, but before you went out there, talking about th- the theory of mind of God and people applying theory of mind to divine intelligences and how that creates mystery. And my final point of that was to say that that is precisely that what the protagonist in Mother finds herself, I'm talking about the Jennifer Love Hewitt character, finds herself in this relationship with a divine mind, but the divine mind is chaotic and doesn't seem to be caring for its creation. Well, I got a question because I'm listening to you for the second. I'm listening to you for the second time saying that, and I I got to ask you: Are you saying that God is fictional? Because I think. Uh-huh. That's what you're saying, and that we Mm-mm. try to interpret God's mind, but we're interpreting a fictional character's mind. Mm-mm. I'm just, I'm really just trying to piss Bob off. Oh, you're doing a good job. So, I mean, we've mm. we've pissed off Erwin, or I've see, he's been slipping me mm. messages this whole time. He put me, just let me control the music. <laughs> he gave me this. He's another message he's on that still. He's, he said, I negotiated the contracts of the music and he underlined, double underlined, negotiated. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've pissed off. It's really, and we've it's really too off. bad that they cut out his uh, vocal cords. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think his m- mouth is numb with something. I think that's what that is. Yeah. See, He's sending me another message. Hold on. Okay. It says, don't talk about my medical condition on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Going to violate the hippo laws. Small wieneritis. I'm not a hippo, though. We were going to have a visit from, um, how do you pronounce Stan? Seven? 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 Seven. Stephen Doomer of Doomer Solutions Technologies <laughs> was potentially going to be here today. We should have asked him, or this would have been an opportunity to ask him. Uh, uh, that might be my bad. 
there was a guy out in the parking lot, and I thought he was just some homeless dude, and I kind of told him to go away. But now that I think about it, he sure did look like a doomer. Stevin, Stevin, you may you thought Stevin Doomer, the founder of Doomer Solutions, thought he was a homeless man. He's wearing like ripped clothing, uh, had long hair, smelled really bad. Yeah. I either thought it was Bob's wife or a homeless hey. person, so. My my wife has short hair. Thank you. Well, I hope you at least turned him away kindly. So that I can... kicked his ass. <laughs> Literally, like I turned him around and I kicked him in the ass. Well, our 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 podcast is I... in the wrong direction because we pissed he off. Had the... Yeah, he we... had the Donald Duck footprint on his butt as he was walking off. So, so we. We pissed off Erwin. We pissed off our guest, Robbie. We pissed off Robert. Sorry, Robert. We pissed off Bambino. Steven. Steven. We pissed off Steven Doomer of the Doomer Solutions Technologies, one of the main sponsors of our program. Hmm. I, technically, you pissed off one versus zero because you just use their music, even though they have a cease and desist order against us. Well, that was Irwin. See, uh, see now because Irwin gave me these notes, I have contractual proof that he admitted to whatever arrangement and that he contorted that arrangement when he played the theme title oh. in reverse at the beginning. So, look, I can, I can, I have a clear conscience, Irwin. I'm sorry. And hey, don't. Don't forget, we also pissed off God by actually just existing yeah. and having this podcast. And he's an angry God. Well. Actually, my God is an awesome vengeful. God. No, mine is awesome. See, God. see rain over Middle Earth? No. And West and Westeros. over the real Earth. The real Earth. There's no Middle Earth. There's no Westeros thing. What is that from? I hear people talking about that. I thought I thought it was the West Coast, but people are saying Westeros. What is that? That's uh, that's from the uh, the Game of Thrones slash House of Dragons slash Song of Ice and Fire slash George Double R Martin fantasy are you, realm. Are you sure? With lots of sex and lots of. So, violence. Well, I thought, hold wait, on, you got my interest again. You got sex? Wait, wait, wait. I'm See, just... here's the thing. There's boobies in that show. You gotta watch. I mean, I don't, how can you not oh, watch wow. a show with boobies in it? Well, I don't know. Are there dragons, too? It's adult Tolkien. Dragon boobies. Oh, uh, it's like a... Wait, no, that was like a, that was one like of a, the Star Wars movies that had dragon boobies. Sorry about that. It's like a... Big kind of circle. Like you had me with boobies, and then we turned back around and kind of did a U turn 360 thing and went back around to, to know. Yeah. Go on West, go on You Like EVPN. There's a super cut of all the boobies in the Game of Thrones show. And okay, maybe so I'll just watch that. You just watch that. There are some, some penises thrown in there, but uh, it's mm-hmm. mostly boobies. It's only about 14 seconds long. 
No, it's long, but well, you only need 14 seconds. I'm I'm looking it up right now. It looks like it's all 720 dp. Not mm, need that 4k action. It may be my wireless. I only need three Ks. I, I was going to conclude the theory of mind segment and and the mother segment by talking about how mother is a kind of analogy of modern religion in the world and how the practitioners of modern religion are the ones that ultimately undermine their own creation story. That was what I got out of Mother. I got don't give your baby to your husband if you need to take a nap. That's what I got. <laughs> well, the husband's not every husband. The husband is actually God. Technically, he is every husband. Because that's what we do. I mean, I will say, like, one time my wife, I have two kids. I had three, but one time my wife took a nap and I took my baby and gave it to a crowd of people and I've never seen it since. So <laughs> There are warning tales in that movie for sure. Total husband move. Oh. Well, Erwin sent me another message on paper. It said, get to the sponsors. Yeah, he, um, Sorry I made you angry, Erwin. Um, sorry that I'm misrepresenting you like EVPN. Uh, I don't, we don't even use their service. They just wanted to sponsor. Why? Okay, let's move on. We were supposed to have uh, Steven Doomer, founder of Doomer Solutions, one of our other sponsors. Why do people keep sponsors? I mean, okay, you like EVPN, I guess. It's kind of like bottom rung sponsorship. I can understand them wanting to sponsor us because like, at least four people are going to hear about you like EVPN from us. But Doomer Solutions, I'm still, I don't quite know. Um, I had actually reached out to Steven Doomer myself because after getting some of his tech prototype technology in, I was like, hey, like, why don't you come on the podcast? Um, I was really looking forward to having him on today. I, I really kind of hurt, Woody, that you chased him Sorry. off like an unwanted homeless person. Steven <laughs> Doomer, if you ever hear this and you want to continue this sponsorship relationship, please understand that I am sorry. Had I been aware that you were outside of our studio looking like a homeless man, I would have come out and intervened. Hopefully, I mean, okay, I just feel like we're going to, well, next week we're going to come in whenever we record this again, we're not going to have any sponsors because we're just, because um, I, oh, I keep beating I them like, up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like <laughs> we get sponsors by mistake, though. I feel like. I feel like they're trying to sponsor the Meatloaf podcast because they think Meatloaf is doing a podcast because they don't know he's dead. And they're just like, oh, Meatloaf, yeah, we'll sponsor that. And then. Well, it's, fu it's funny you mention that. 
because our next sponsor, I actually think, made that mistake. I think our next sponsor made the mistake of thinking we were like some homesteading, home recipe podcast because they contacted Irwin. Uh, they are the Crypto Granola Fantasy Reality Sports Betting App, the only collectively owned fantasy reality betting app that allows you to donate your winnings to the charity of your choice. Um, I think that's kind of kind of cool. That's kind of cool and trendy and woke um, to have. Um, so, but I'm okay. I don't know if you want a betting app doing charity, honestly, though. As I think about this again, but I probably clearly misunderstand them. Um, who, they, who are we picking up in fantasy reality this week? That's what well, I want to know. Cause. Also, I'm saying if you haven't picked up Michael Cohen yet from his rebound, I think you really need to pick up Michael Cohen. Um, I had, um, I mean, do you start Elon Musk over Twitter or do you start Twitter over Elon Musk? That's one of my questions. These are things I'm asking myself in my own fantasy reality relationship with my team. Um, That's the kind of thing, like, okay, so in fantasy football, I, I often have this this thing where it's like I'll go up against somebody where I have – it's my quarterback and they have the receiver, and I'm like – you can throw a touchdown to anybody but that receiver, and then they end up throwing a touchdown to that receiver, like four touchdowns, you know? Yeah. So basically, they they kind of cancel each other out. So, yeah. like, if I have Elon Musk and I'm going up against somebody with Twitter, you know, I'm, I'm screwed. It's like I'm, you know, it's going to balance each other out. Sucks. Well, I don't know. I mean, it kind of depends. That could, that could play out the opposite way, too. But, uh, you know, guessing is what makes fantasy reality fun. So uh, we like. I'd like mm. to thank Crypto Granola Fantasy Rally Sports Betting App. Um, if you sponsored us because you thought we were a homesteading, home recipe podcast, sorry, we're not that at all. Also, if you thought we could do anything for love, but we won't do that, we're also sorry for that. Yeah, there's some things we just won't do for that. Absolutely not. Um, okay, well, I'm putting some botting preps on who sabotaged the Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, I'm putting $200 on Russia uh, for my crypto. I don't even know what you're talking about. Somebody uh, sabotaged okay. a pipeline? I mean, maybe I should put 1000 on then. Nobody knows. Yeah. Betting props on mm-hmm. who sabotaged the Nord, Nord Stream pipeline. I'm putting my money on Russia. All I know is I'm just super excited that my... Uh, my uh, conviction for simply possessing marijuana has been overturned by Biden. So now I can just smoke as much weed as I, I can possess oh, yeah. as much weed as I want to, because Biden has pardoned me. Well, he how does Texas feel about that? <laughs> how does Texas feel about that? I don't, I don't give a, it, what, it doesn't matter. It doesn't his, matter. He, it doesn't matter. He can He's go to president. his dragon and crystal shops now. Yeah. With his He's pods. the president. It doesn't matter what our, governor says he's the president we're clean now it's it's free and legal right isn't that how that works well thanks to gardens our last sponsor um it's winter time it's fall gardens are starting to go to bed i'm so i'm sorry i I should be a better gardener than i am they want me to give some fall gardening advice and all i can think of is just let the cold kill the plants. Let's just get this year over with. Let them die. Oh, that Put them one. Out of okay. their misery. 
So I've essentially ostracized, ostracized all of our sponsors for this week. Nice job, Frisk. Yeah, don't be I, too hard on yourself. I think that's it. I mean, I I literally kicked one of our sponsors in the ass, so not all your fault. That's true. You were had a hand in in our a sponsorship foot. collapse. A so we'll it see if foot. we can I ever get. I didn't slap his ass. I kicked his ass. Okay. Well, we'll see if we can ever get Doer Solutions back on board. We need to get one versus zero back on board so that we can legally play our title music. Um, you like your VPN? I, I think we might look for other VPNs uh, for next week. Uh, and Crypto Granola, if you sponsored us by accident, we're sorry that we let you down. But we thank you for your sponsorship anyways. And I think that's going to wrap it. That's going to wrap it. Any final thoughts, questions, concerns? Erwin, you want to get the music going? <sighs> Go watch uh, Rings of Power and House of Dragon and yeah. She-Hulk nope, and Andor nope, nope, and Avatar nope. and uh, Mother the Mother and Airplane and uh, Adam's Family 1 and 2 um, and Rob Zombie's The the monsters, the monsters, yes, and the patriot, uh, the patriot, the patriot, yeah, and Dunkirk, sa- and saving Ryan's privates. No, 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 no. Top Gun Maverick, and saving the, Private Ryan, and the thin brown line, the thin, no, the Anything thin red line, the thin brown line is in my underpants, and Dunkirk Donuts, Air, Air, Air Force One. That's the truest story ever told. All right. And the last temptation of Jesus. Hey, go check us out on YouTube. Oh, yeah, we got to do all that. Go to YouTube. Search for Metaloaf. Again, Again, you'll find a bunch of meatloaf videos. YouTube. Um, Metaloaf podcast on YouTube. Metaloaf podcast, yes. We have the Metaloaf podcast. You, You started... On SoundCloud, yeah, you tell you SoundCloud. Called, you started on SoundCloud. Yep, we have Metal Loaf on SoundCloud. We have Metal Loaf um, on YouTube. Robert. Everything we just said. Um, you can find everything what? at Linktree slash Metal Loaf and Twitter. Well, not the, I got to put the SoundCloud on there. <laughs> uh, the, SoundCloud, the SoundCloud's okay. not on there yet. We'll I also got to start a TikTok, like I, I've been saying I'm going to do. And a TikTok. <sighs> All right. I think that's it. This thing that I'm doing for no money has become a third job, so. Uh, I hate when that happens. All right. Thank you. A third job that I'm terrible at. Thank you, Robbie, for joining us. Roderick. Robert. Roderick. And your divine interpretation of Mother. All right, let's let's just get out of here. Okay, we're gonna stop recording in three, two and a half, two and one quarter, two, one. No, I want point five, point three. Wait, we still going? We are we supposed to stop? Wait, we still going? We are we supposed to stop? Wait. 
We still going? The Metal Loaf Podcast with Brisk Thornhill and Woody Stevens is produced by Erwin Scat, featuring music by One Versus Zero, sound design by Phenomenonics. Wait. We still going? We are we supposed to stop? Okay. Okay, I'm gonna hit the stop button now. Okay. <laughs>